0: Uh, we're recording, by the way.
1: Okay, so as the music played and everything, and we're.
0: Uh yeah, I guess so.
1: So we're actually welcoming to says who.
0: Oh yeah, that.
1: Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, re-
0: I really and truly have had seven hours of sleep in the last forty eight hours.
1: Damn, we have to welcome everyone to says who. So welcome oh. to Sa- welcome to says who. Welcome to says who. The
0: podcast that isn't a podcast.
1: It's the day after the election. I'm Maureen Johnson.
0: And I am Dan Sinker. Your Honor. That's me. That's me, hot off of a 21-hour day yesterday, Maureen. How was it? It It was actually pretty great. Let's talk about that in a minute, because my little election judging was one thing, but... Maureen, we had a whole election everywhere.
1: We did. Do you ah. think people be do you think people be interested in that, or
0: maybe I mean, you know, probably,
1: so let's talk about the fact that last night, and you could be listening to this at any time, but right now. It's Wednesday, the day after the election Tuesday, and it is uh, just in the morning where it's still it's only 1030 in the morning. Um, yeah. How was last night compared to the last time we did election coverage?
0: Ah, uh, it, 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 it there was like I forgot how it felt to win things
1: mm. <laughs> like, you know, it feels pretty good. Well, let's break it down. Let's yeah. not let's not waste one precious drop.
0: No, I mean I think it's important maybe to to point out a listeners, you may notice that we are very frenetic and scattered and that is because we are like we are literally we have not spoken. We have we are we are reacting in real time this morning to the news that uh you know some of it broke last night. A lot of it was much more apparent in in the light of day uh today so we are really processing this right here with you in very close to real time
1: yeah there's no notes i don't think dan's gonna really edit this much at all i think it's just gonna go um so let's talk about what happened last night yeah so you know
0: yeah well that was a good talk
1: Yeah. So thanks for thanks for joining us. It's all right. You know, what frustrated me last night is that even as we uh, two days before the election, Politico put an article up that was like, did Beto O'Rourke waste an opera? And I was like, stop it. It hasn't happened. It was like Sunday or Monday. And I wanted to throw Politico through a window like, what are you doing? Um, You know. There was a lot of mixed baggery going on last night that people yeah. I, I was I was following it on Twitter and I was like, I was feeling good. And I realized that not we didn't get everything. No, we were never going to get everything.
0: No, we, and- we
1: got some good stuff. We, I feel like I don't know if you feel the same way, but did you kind of rank your wishes?
0: Yeah. Oh, what definitely. Was your,
1: what was your big wish?
0: Like the big wish that I didn't think would, would happen or like the wishes that I was really hoping to see? Which the wishes one?
1: you were really hoping to see.
0: Uh, so I was really looking at, I would say my big three were Illinois six, like two congressional races in Illinois, Illinois six and Illinois 14, which were like the closest things to swing districts. or the actual, like, swing districts that were closest to me. So, like, paying attention to both of those, Illinois 6 especially, was Peter Roskam, who was a Republican who, you know, ran against the ACA and just bullshit like that. And then my other big one was the Wisconsin governor's race um, that I was watching very closely as well and went to bed with it unfinished. Um, And all three of those races, Maureen, went the right way.
1: See, I, mine was much more simple. I'm like, we need the house. I'll feel better when we get the house. Yeah,
0: I mean, certainly, yes. I Yes, the house was the big exhale moment, <laughs> for yes. sure. Was like, oh, okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was the big exhale.
0: Yeah. But in the specifics, those were the races that I was most stressed out about and hoping for and was... The, the the two Illinois races went quite quickly, um, though we're by no means in the bag. And, you know, I woke up this morning to Wisconsin and was that was awesome. That was very exciting.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, awesome.
1: There were a lot of. Um, God, it, it, that was the thing that I guess 2016, it was like a binary choice. This is a mixed profile of information that is much more subtle and dynamic.
0: Well, it's I mean, so I think one thing that is is worth saying is, as you said, you know, there were already kind of articles coming out even before the election. And certainly on election night, a lot of the focus was on Beto O'Rourke in Texas, you know, and uh the governor's races in Florida and Georgia you know that to me it feels like those were the big things that were soaking up a lot of media attention and when all three of those you know beto lost um Florida I know Gillum uh conceded, but it seems that the numbers are very very tight still and I don't think that the race has been called by no it has m- many places um and Georgia has not been called at all and in fact there's a v- there's a very open question as to whether it will um because there's a 50 percent you have to pass 50 percent or it goes to a runoff and there it looks like there's a very real chance that there's that the 50 percent threshold may not be pass. so that also And there was some
1: problem. very strange stuff happening in georgia yeah, yesterday
0: you know and and which you know yeah and the voter suppression and the racism that all that those two races especially were built around was you know w- was super important and and worth the talk but it was interesting because i think especially the beto loss it was like oh it didn't happen but it's like there was very little chance that he was ever gonna win you know, that was a long shot and that he did as well as he did was incredible, right? Yeah,
1: he was was leading throughout a lot of the, or last night, or as I refer to it now, I will refer to it as the night Beto O'Rourke became president because um, (laughs) it's pretty much the minute they're like, well, we don't have to worry about being in the Senate. Now he can concentrate on running for president. Like that was almost, that was almost immediate.
0: I have thoughts about that, but I don't want to talk about that yet. We don't have Um, to talk about
1: that right now. I'm just um, saying, but it was a, He was beating Ted Cruz for a while, and uh, it was it was. I mean, he was there. uh, There were points in the night where he was thrashing him, and that was interesting to watch. Yeah, but the the it it was something to watch.
0: The bigger thing to me is that the turnout in Texas was unbelievable. And what that meant was down the ballot, there were all sorts of really exciting things that happened, you know, and that that I think is what's so interesting about last night is that because the kind of like top line races either haven't been sorted out yet or didn't didn't necessarily fall the way, you know, expected it. It was a weird thing that felt like a mixed bag, but was like a total fucking win, right? Like, like we won the house and not only that, but like we won state houses like New York state, you know, where you're at the state, like the state house flipped, like, you know, all of these smaller races, all of these races that were local, you know, things like that, like so many of them went, you know, flipped went blue went bluer you saw governors winning you know the midwest like almost ran the table on democratic governors like yep you know wisconsin like i said flipped you know michigan flipped illinois flipped kansas flipped you know like kansas you know um everyone was
1: like kansas yeah
0: and it did said kansas well and but but then you know kansas also Also elected Sharice Davids, who is Native American, gay and an MMA fighter, which is awesome. (laughs) Like they elected her to Congress, you know, like in Michigan, you had, you know, Rashida Tlaib, who is, you know, one of the two first Muslim women to be elected into Congress. The other one being Ilhan Omar in Minnesota, who's also the first Somali-American woman or male to be elected to Congress. You know, like you had... All of this amazing stuff happening.
1: Last night was a night of
0: many women. The more distance you get from real time results, the better it all looks. You know, like, and not just the results of last night, but the work and effort that led to last night that will only continue now. Yep. You know, like, I mean, again, Beto. I don't I I don't mean to come across like a Beto hater but the idea that someone running as a full-throated progressive was going to win statewide in Texas in 2018 was always a very 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 big long shot right sure. but I know people that have been doing the work in Texas for years now. And what he did was help to buoy the organizing that has already existed in order to, you know, help Texas along towards being able to actually elect someone like Beto at the Senate level. But that first that begins at the local level, it begins at the end. And you saw that all along and. And like I think about how we had, um, Aaron from Swing Left on two weeks ago, and how that organization didn't even exist two years ago.
1: You know? I always imagine it like a Schoolhouse Rock cartoon where there's a little picture of a of a of someone driving around a little old fashioned car, stringing a wire between all these different places to like electrify a system. You know, just yeah. like. We're all linking up and getting a, getting this all together to power up, right? Together,
0: and we, and it's just not easy. Like that is work, right? Like that is work. We want, we want races that will that that feel like we can jump past all of that work, right? But. The reality is, is that the reason that we were beat so soundly in 2016 was because of the 10, 20 years of work that the right had put in, you know, of stringing those lights of, you know, winning local races and building those into, you know, house races and, and like and you're seeing all of that action happening now and fast forward and it's amazing. Yeah. Like we are better positioned right now for 2020 than we were two days ago. Easily.
1: That feels, does that feel, how do you, do you feel different right now?
0: I feel great. I mean, I really do feel great. Like I sent you an email this morning because, well, I mean, again, like sort of a behind the scenes thing. Like we normally record on Tuesdays. We knew obviously that we couldn't record yesterday because for release today, because that would be bananas. Right. But I was approaching this with real trepidation, like. If the house had not gone, like, what would – we would be just recording lying on the floor in a fetal position, you know, like –
1: Oh, Dan, I would not be recording today. I mean, I would be (laughs) – I already had plans to have myself put into a nice sanitarium, just, you know.
0: You know, and and we didn't – we, you know, we didn't know, and certainly – even though, you know, the polling was saying, hey, the house is pretty much a guarantee, you know, um, I sure didn't feel like it, you know, just because we've well, yeah, been was a guarantee before. In, yeah, exactly. In 2016.
1: Yeah. I yeah. don't want to hear about your guarantees. <laughs> exactly.
0: You know, and so um, and so it really wasn't until I woke up this morning that I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be fun. <laughs> like talking about this is amazing. Like it's it is. It is a real victory, you know, not only because of the organizing, not only that, but because the House is now going to be in Democratic control and they have the, you know, House Oversight Committee. They have all of the all of the checks that are supposed to exist, but haven't for the last two years because people like Devin Nunes have been running them.
1: Devin Noon.
0: Yeah, he won, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, but now the Democrats are in charge of that stuff. Now they can start looking into all of the bullshit for real. You know, Dan,
1: yeah, Dan, can we. I know that you're um, a serious journalist with a lot of real information, and but we have to remember that this is a coping strategy. So, Dan. Can yes. we just indulge? Can we just indulge for a second? I enjoy we, indulging. I really like I want to take a bath in a hot tub of gravy right now. Just like, <laughs> can we just indulge? What mm. is just come on, everybody? Let release your back. Come on. Ah, now, what are they thinking in Trump land? Because last night, perhaps a little preemptively, but again, indulge. Let your let yourself have this little treat for a second. The first thing things weren't even done. Halfway through the night around ten o'clock, they were like, They've just the Democrats have just said they're going to get Trump's tax returns. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on in Trump land? That's what I want to indulge.
0: Just there's a there's indulge. a lot of a lot of pants pooping, I think.
1: Oh, whoopsies in the pansies, huh? A lot
0: of whoopsies in the pansies going
1: on. You think?
0: Yeah. I mean, you've already seen, like Trump today was like, "Well, if they think they're going to investigate them, we'll investigate
1: them." What goes around comes around, you know. Like, and but the next thing he tweeted was, "In all fairness, Nancy Pelosi is has is very or er, has earned this job." Really? Yeah.
0: Oh well, that's because he thinks he can beat her because he hates women.
1: Well, it's a lot of. I mean, that's the thing. It's now we're playing the game here. will I'll read it to you. Um. Oh, he's just tweeted again.
0: Yeah, that dude's going to be tweeting all fucking day. Okay, two hours sure. ago. He,
1: t- okay, two hours ago. Again, we're indulging then. In all fairness, Nancy Pelosi deserves to be chosen Speaker of the House by the Democrats. If they give her a hard time, perhaps we will add some Republican votes. She has earned this great honor. Mm. Okay, one. He's kissing up. Possible. Two no he he thinks that everyone hates her and therefore he's just playing some backhanded like weasel game yeah uh three he's um sundowning in the morning and is doesn't know uh that she's a demic i just it who knows is just confused yeah um 10, uh, 11 minutes ago, he tweeted. According to NBC News, voters nationwide dis—and uh, sorry, there's a lot of capitals in this. <laughs> voters nationwide disapprove of the so-called Mueller investigation. Forty-six percent more than they approve. Forty-one percent. By the way, I wanted the capitalized words here are voters nationwide disapprove, uh, disapprove investigation and approve. So, um, some verbs, some nouns. It's yeah, it's. You know. I have a whole theory that he's trying to. That he's read one Emily Dickinson poem and thinks it's easy. That's a whole theory of mine. But I'll... You mean they are finally beginning to understand what a disgusting, capitalized witch, capitalized hunt led by 17 capitalized angry Democrats is all about?
0: Yeah, that's the so whoopsies it's a mixed... in the pansies right there.
1: We have earned our whoopsies, Dan. We have, we have earned, earned, earned our whoopsies. I'm not saying we have to dwell on it. I'm not saying we have to rest on it. I'm not saying that it's a reality. I'm saying give us five minutes of whoopsie pansies. I mean, they know that they're fucked.
0: The free ride is over. The house can make that dude's life real hard, real fast, and there is going to be a lot of pants pooping. There is going to be a lot of whoopsies, Maureen. <laughs> A whole lot of whoopsies. Plus, Mueller is going to come back from his sabbatical.
1: Has he been in a cocoon?
0: He has. Well, it was widely believed that he would adhere to, you know, general decorum and lay low for the like 90 days before the election. And now he's going to be back. There was a very interesting Politico piece um, written last week that made a pretty convincing argument written by an actual lawyer in D.C. that it looks like maybe Mueller has actually started the wheels in motion for subpoenaing Trump. Yeah, that'll be some pants poops.
1: Do you think that uh, they've got Tiffany in their shredding documents as we speak or?
0: (laughs) Oh, Tiffany. How many of the Trump kids do you think voted yesterday?
1: Ivanka. Uh, Eric Don Jr. tried, but he accidentally went to a drive through window at McDonald's. Yeah, that's um, right. Tiffany. Maybe Barron.
0: <laughs> How are you feeling? How are you feeling, Maureen? I want to know how Dan, you're feeling. You were me?
1: canvassing this weekend. I was canvassing this weekend. And You know what? Um So the thing is, canvassing is awesome and it sucks. Like because it's one of those things where you're like, "Oh, all these things take work." And learning to do something kind of sucks. Like when you first do something, you're terrible at it. So I'm um, so it's it, I when you first walk up to that first door, you're like, you're like, democracy ladies is in my hands now. And then <laughs> someone answers the door and you're like, hi, I'm with, where's my paper? I am with Democrat. And you as, take this thing. I, wait, no, this is for a door <laughs> handle. Um, candidate, it, uh, voting? Are you, do you, are you, are you, are you vote? Are you voting? Are you voting? Uh, Take this. Vote Democrat. Bye. And then you run away down the driveway. And you're like, well, that <laughs> didn't go well. And it takes until... And then you're like, am I making it worse? And then um, it takes till about the 10th house until you've kind of memorized the things you're supposed to say. Like, uh, they gave us a thing where we had to ask a battery of questions. Um, you know, are you... for Everything from, can we count on your support down the ballot... Um what issues are you voting on? Do you have a plan for voting? Do you know your polling place? Do you know what time you're going to go vote? Do you know what mode of transportation you're going to take to vote? Are you bringing a friend of like it was like wow a, it was a lot of information and the first time I think I forgot 6 out of 7 questions because the <laughs> first time you're you're so astonished that someone opens the door that you're mm-hmm. like um, and then you look in the paper, and you're like, I can't look at the paper. And then you look at them, and you're like, You know, it's it's election day, is Tuesday, and they're like, Yep. And you're like, Good, good. <laughs> well, this has been a good talk. <laughs> um, but it's great. Like, and it got. So we drove down to Philadelphia, my friend Julie and I, and we got there for a. We left at like eleven o'clock in the morning for a, a three p.m. shift, and. We Got there really early. We made super good time, so we had lunch at my old high school diner. Nice, um, yeah, it's a diner, Dan, that is like an actual diner that only takes cash that you pay at the register. Um, uh, I still have the ashtray I stole from there when I was uh, sorry about that. It was a long time ago, I was 18. <laughs> they don't have ashtrays anymore, they don't even need them. Dan, they have a milkshake. That is a pumpkin cheesecake milkshake. That is pumpkin cheesecake flavored. And then garnishing it on the side is a piece. Like a lemon stuck on the side of glass is a piece of pumpkin cheesecake.
0: Sure. That sounds that sounds like a good just house that before hitting the hitting the old canvassing.
1: What could go wrong? Come on. Philly, right? So, uh, we went to the first place that we were supposed to report to, and they were like, we had so many people come this morning that the line was like out the door that we have given away all of our canvassing folders. And so we were sort of like, and they're like, would you mind going to our like associate office? Like we're helping another candidate. So we drove to this other, and we were like, sure. So we drove to this next office. Um where they were they you know they gave us the information they gave us our canvassing folders and then they were like can you canvas in this area and we're like of course and so that was like another 20 minute drive and so we were sort of triangulating our way around so we went from New York to this office and from this office to another office and then from that office to like a location like a second location where we parked and then we had to look at this neighborhood map of a neighborhood we were like Every street was named Pine. And we were like, we're at the intersection of Pine and Pine. So we're we're just walking around this neighborhood. And so we split up and we were doing... And then by the end, we were just kind of walking. I was like, it was dark because, you know, this is when the sun betrays us. And I'm walking down some suburban street in the dark. There are no street lights. I'm trying to read this map by my phone. And um, I was like, maybe it's time to go because... I do feel a little bit like I'm walking into the um the set of Halloween a little bit where, you know, just you know, and then she was never seen again. But <laughs> in the end, I we had it was really good. I I mean, all of this is to say that you go through these awkward things, but I had I knocked on a safe, it was like 40 doors. Wow. And in that session, and I had 19 conversations. Wow. And um I had I, like sometimes some of the first doors I were knocked on women answered and they were like, oh, yes, we will be there. Everyone in this house is going. We have this where that will be there at this time. And uh, independently, a bunch of different women said the women will be there. The women are yeah. coming out to fix this. Yeah. Nobody was mean to me or rude to me. Like even the one like even people were clearly like, I don't want to talk to this person that's come to my door. But everyone gave me the time of day. Um, nobody was like, get out. And in fact, some people were like, who are you here with? I was like, Democrats. They're like, okay, because if you were the other side, we were going (laughs) to tell you to get lost.
0: Um, And, and what was the result of the election for the candidate that you were canvassing for?
1: Well, we were doing a general one. Um, so originally we were there for, um, uh, Scott Wallace, uh, who lost, uh, but it was close. Brian Fitzpatrick has a, a real hold on that area yeah. a little bit. Um the other candidate was Tina Davis, and I've been looking all morning and it looks like that hasn't micullid because only a hundred votes separate her oh my God. and her opponent. Yeah. Wow. I keep checking and they're yeah, a hundred votes.
0: Nineteen of those are yours.
1: Yeah, and the plus the relatives I talked to.
0: Yeah. I mean it's it's that stuff all matters. Like I and it's also interesting when you're doing that kind of work. I went to a postcarding event a few weeks ago now, and you know, we were writing postcards to voters in a for a state house or maybe a state senate seat in um Michigan. And I actually looked it up this morning and the the woman, Winnie Brinks, who we were writing on behalf, she won. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. And it was like, wow. okay, like, I don't know that the postcards postcards did it right. But they sure didn't hurt, you know, like that. And like that to me is what's exciting is like. The number of people I know personally that have canvassed or written postcards or were phone banking or like the e- exponentially higher even than the people that I knew that were doing it in 2012 for Obama or in 2016 for Hillary. Like, and they were doing it not for, you know, the top of the ticket, but for all sorts of races all over the place. And that's like, like the thing that just is still is still amazing to me is like this the outcome of this is a thing that it's just like everywhere you look and you let your eyes focus a little bit on it you realize like the depth of the winds You know that they are in small and tiny races that we you know, I had somebody in in my Twitter mentions today talking about Champaign, Illinois, and how the county clerk went Democratic and the county clerk in Champaign, Illinois has not been a Democrat in like 30 years or something. You see just races all over that you would never see like it's the.
1: And what about Kim Davis getting voted out by the guy she denied a marriage license to? The number of
0: fronts that that these that this battle was fought on.
1: Or proposition four down in Florida.
0: Yeah. Restoring the voting rights of over a million former incarcerated people. Like. Florida was a hard the governor of Florida was a really fucking hard loss. And like, I know we have listeners in Florida who are hearing us like talking about like how great everything is. And they're like, fuck you, because I'm here in Florida. And like the governor race was close and the senator race was close. And again, I'm speaking. I swear I read something saying that, like, they are both close to triggering recounts. I don't know. But like that sucks but you all also by ballot initiative by the actual people restored the voting rights of over a million people and that's incredible.
1: You have a lot to be hopeful for Florida, you have a lot to be hopeful for Texas. <sighs> you really do.
0: Yeah. You really really do. And and so does everyone. Like the amount of footholds that we have made are is remarkable. Is r- remarkable.
1: The Texas Democratic Party is now is is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and and you're gonna come back yeah, harder. And it,
0: and it was one of those growing forces. Like I think that's the other thing is like especially at state level things. We kind of if you're not in that state, you just kind of look at it from afar. You notice the big things, but like there has been a growing blue movement in Texas for years and years and years. You know, and it has been incredibly well organized and it has been growing and it just got supercharged last night you know like and you you see that in Florida you know you see that in places you certainly are seeing it in Georgia right like my god like the and and how we are talking about voter suppression in a way that we haven't you know like these losses are going to also be gains in the long run like i firmly believe that
1: yeah we still have to work oh yeah what it's i mean it's it's almost like when you have i don't want to be this person but i want to just be i just feel positive like when you have a little when you still have more to do but you've won enough that you're like i we're refreshed and now we're going to redouble our efforts again
0: Yeah. yeah i mean
1: Like, don't worry, you haven't, you haven't heard the last of Beto O'Rourke. You haven't heard the last of, like, there's so many, you haven't heard the last of any of these people. No,
0: you haven't heard the last of Stacey Abrams. You haven't heard the last of Andrew Gillum. Like, good Lord, no. no. You know, like, these are all people that even in potentially not crossing the finish line on a race, but getting incredibly, incredibly close, like, these are people that we are going to hear so much from, you know, and... Yeah, it's exciting. Like, it's genuinely super exciting to me. Like, I went on a big Twitter rant this morning about just like the Midwest, you know, like, which is where I am and which in the shadow of 2016, you had, you know, the big news organizations being like, we missed the red, you know, we missed the story, which was the economic anxiety of the, you know, of the Midwest. And You know, and so they overcompensated by writing a million stories about fucking Nazis and racists and, you know, just like and then they missed it again. Like they missed the 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 governorships that flipped the people that won, you know, of just the diverse array of people that won. House seats from the Midwest, like just the like it's incredible and like.
1: There's an openly gay governor. Yeah,
0: in, in, in Colorado. we
1: got some automatic re- motor registrations. Yeah. We've got some, I mean, there's so much. Yeah, right. Like, it's going to take a while right. to go That's through all really this sad. stuff. And you'll never get get to it yeah. all unless you're, like, somebody who literally just does this every day, all day. I mean, there's so many things that happened. Literally hundreds of things happened last yeah.
0: night. Yeah, I mean, just,
1: and. Because. Yeah. Everybody, in some places, voter turnout was up by over 700%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And youth, the youth turned out, right? Like, and, you know, I mean, it's just, it's remarkable. And I also think that it has brought to the fore and by brought to the fore, I mean, brought to white America, because there's a whole lot of of people of color that have known this forever and have been banging this gong forever. But, you know, voting access, voter suppression, you know, how, how and why voting irregularities happen you know i mean you saw just banana republic level shit in georgia yesterday no one
1: brought the power cords which that's which can happen
0: right the 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 election site that i ran one of our touchscreens actually did not have a power cord yesterday morning but one of them didn't (laughs) you know when it wasn't like
1: No, You didn't just bring one power cord for the whole place. You
0: know, you you, what you saw in Georgia was more than just coincidence, you know, or more than just honest mistake of humans packing boxes. Right. And we are seeing, you know, over and over again, you know, Florida's, you know, voter rights restoration.
1: Forty percent. I just want to say the statistic. Forty percent of African-American men in Florida got their rights to vote i mean that is 40 percent
0: and simply everywhere recognizing that making it easier to register making it easier to vote you know all of those things are so important so yesterday maureen i ran or helped run i was an election judge we talked about this some the previous.
1: yes your honor yes
0: thank you um i had to wake up at four in the morning and walked a mile from my house and be there at five in the morning um, after also spending two hours the day before setting up most of the polling place, you know, and then polls were open from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then we were there until nine finishing up. Um, It was five of us total. All of them. All of us were equally unprepared other than this older woman who has done it forever so done it forever that she actually had a red white and blue outfit with like a custom vote pinny that she wore um uh all day but the thing and this is where my lack of sleep is going to totally overwhelm me i think and i'm going to end up in tears but one of the things that was amazing is illinois has illinois has same day voter registration right And we also have very I know some states um, have most of the voter registration happens on Election Day. I know uh, I think it's uh, New Hampshire. You know, that's where most of the registration happens. Illinois, you can register to vote like at the grocery store for the months leading up. But so there aren't a ton of people that that need to register by the time Election Day comes around. But but it is possible. Right. Which is important. You should be if you want to show up to vote, you should be able to vote. And um, so my job yesterday was to check in voters. Um, You know, people come in, you ask their address, you ask their last name. We have no ID. People keep showing you an ID and you get to say, I don't need to see that, which is also awesome and powerful. Right. Um, But then you had voters that came in and said, hey, you know what? I I need to register. And, you know, there were two of us, so that wouldn't hold up the line too much that, you know, but but I ended up actually handling most of the voter registrations. And, you know, people had to bring an I.D. They had to bring, you know, something that proved that they live in the district, um, it's, you know, it takes about 10 minutes. And at the <laughs> totally, totally here, it well, is.
1: Here, it, here it comes, here comes the waterworks at the
0: end of it, you have to administer them an oath.
1: Oh my God, here you're not gonna be able to hold this, Dan. Are you? And you, you know, you have to say, like,
0: I swear that you know this information is true, and they have to say yes. And like, you and then like they sign their name, and I sign my name, and then they're a voter, you know, like that's really powerful, like, it's really really powerful to that. And then they go and they, they vote, you know, in the same room that should exist everywhere. And people are recognizing that that, like the thing, the, the things that are stopping, the things that are stopping people from voting are not apathy. Most of the time it is systemic problems, you know, or it is outright suppression. You know, and there was something incredibly powerful and incredibly moving yesterday about being a person that was in that system and helping people to do this thing. It was it was really amazing. You still there? Yeah, I don't have my jar of water. Dan. Yes, sir.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, right. I just said
0: yes, sir. Didn't I? You did. Okay.
1: It's, you know, we expected a a blue wave, and we got. Are you okay? Did you get your drink?
0: No, I'm fine. I'm. I'm. I've. Have, I've you, recovered. have you?
1: Did you? Did you eat yesterday, Dan? Did you keep your energy up?
0: I did. I I packed. Did you
1: bring a snack? I packed
0: an incredible amount of food, actually. I packed two gigantic sandwiches. I had a pasta. Uh, I had a quart jar of coffee. I had bananas. I had apples. Uh, But then it turned out people kept dropping off food. So uh, I actually came back with almost all the food that I brought, except for the coffee, which I drank from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m.
1: Because we expected a blue wave, and we also got a blue apron. Oh, because Dem, fuck off! When you're working <laughs> at the polls, and you and you don't have enough to eat, sometimes food shows up uh, in a box. Sometimes a box of food um, may just be a potato, and you sit there, and you're an election judge, and you <sighs> you want a potato.
0: You really managed to ruin the moment. Just saying. Just, I was all emotional, and now you're just making an ad for a company that doesn't even give us money.
1: They're our sponsored. They aren't. They, they've never they've been sponsored. To... Just saying. That's going to change.
0: That's, That's going to change. Gonna change.
1: But it's a time of change, Dan. We see change. Don't you believe in change? And if anything, yesterday proved there's change. And if there's going to be a change this year, Dan, it's going to be that we're going to get Blue Apron as our sponsor.
0: <laughs> the year's running out, Maureen. They're not coming.
1: I'm They're coming not coming, them. Maureen. I'm doing. Just I'm like fli- we've I'm, said I'm, before, I'm flipping the script. I'm flipping the script, Dan. You, I, they don't come to us. I go to them.
0: They're not coming, coming. For you, Blue Apron. The only ones that are going to save us are us. And we saw last night that we can. We did. We did.
1: There's a lot more to do, but we're getting it done. We're getting it done. How does it feel to have a win on the, like, do you feel a little looser? Does it, I I mean, I do feel. Like, kind of feel physically lighter.
0: Yeah. I mean, when they I I got back from the polls and I had not been paying a lot of attention uh, because it was, you know, there were too many voters to process as 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 the day progressed. But I came back about half an hour before the first news orgs began to project that the House was going to go. And it's like there was an absolute there was an absolute release of shoulder tension <laughs> that i realized i'd been carrying for two fucking years.
1: Yeah. Yeah, i um last night the 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 kind of, you know, stress and stuff can trigger some. So last night i was getting kind of the the pain and the, you know, i was like, oh, this is going to be long. I didn't even realize it was creeping up on me and then all of a sudden i was like, oh god. <laughs> Here yeah. it comes. And then i just slept a lot. Like, I just really slept hard last night. Like, I was totally knocked on uh, my ass. I did not. A- I,
0: I Do you ever have the experience? Uh, I I road trip a lot. And when you do a long drive and you try to go to bed right away, you kind of close your eyes and you see the road moving towards you still. Like, you, you're, your brain is still moving forward. When I lay down last night after staying up far longer than I should have. Uh, I closed my eyes and I was registered. I was I was checking in voters (laughs) like it took a very like took a very long time for my brain to unspool enough that I was no longer saying, what's your address? Oh, okay. And what's your last name? And then like just over and over and over again.
1: You know, we when I checked in to vote yesterday, um, they, you know, there's always the, the Republican and the Democrat. Uh, poll workers there and there were two republicans and one democrat at the table and i was like you know i was you know mentally kind of thanking them for being there but i was also mentally thinking of these two republicans wherever did they find you yeah um because they're they're i once looked at the map of how many people voted for trump in my neighborhood and i live in a densely packed new york manhattan neighborhood and it was it was like two
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> it was, there they it was are. two people. They were running the polls, and
1: and I think I know who they are because I think they live in my building, and I think they're the same people that are I'd always say the building's not the same since they let animals live in oh, here. Nice. So perfect. Um, yeah, they're the people that are that are angry at, at animals. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, where? I'm like, did they bring you in? Oh, cause oh, Staten Island, Staten Island flipped last night. Wow. What Staten Island, yeah, yeah,
0: that is amazing,
1: (laughs) yeah, because I was like, Where did you come from, Staten Island? and then I was like, Wait a minute, Staten Island even flipped last night. That was one of those, like, What the what what the what just happened, right?
0: You know, and that's the thing, like, that's the thing about yesterday is it is like a like it is a literal rolling wave, (laughs) you know, like. It wasn't just one thing. It was everything. And everywhere you look, you see it. And. Did
1: you get the message, fuck
0: faces? Yeah. Did you get the message? I mean, the answer to that is no. <laughs> right. Well, they have gotten the message. No, because they're fucking idiots. Right. Like, this is a party that reelected two people that are actively under indictment. Right. Like, Duncan Hunter in California, who is comically corrupt, and I believe is supposed to face trial next month, right? Like, one in San Diego. You know, like, they
1: Dan, they don't give a fuck,
0: but boy. Yeah, they
1: elected a guy who's dead. Yeah, they did. Dennis Hoff. <laughs> Dennis Hoff one an who is a, the owner of the Bunny Ranch in Nevada, who is also dead, won by <laughs> a landslide. Yeah, you know. He is the owner of the bunny ranch and dead. Yeah. He is a dead man. He is not. He's no longer a living person. Won by a landslide.
0: Yeah. But, you know, so did they get the message? No. But guess what? We're here to fucking say it over and I, over and over again now.
1: I think I mean, they're not to be fair. They're not all stupid. And I think the ones who aren't stupid did get a message. You can be evil and smart and that's the problem. You can also be evil and stupid. Um I you know, I think there are definitely people that are watching this and, and went, Oh, <laughs> we don't have an open ticket now. Yeah. We don't get to you know.
0: Yeah. The checks. And Donald are Trump back. just
1: happens to be one of one of the stupid ones. Oh yeah. But
0: colossally so.
1: But but the message for the smart one who's in the who is still in utero. <laughs> Hopefully the smart one that's still in utero Has gotten some information
0: Yeah So It was a good night It was a real good night
1: How, was, there, was, there was a big party In Says Whovia last night
0: There was a big party in Says Whovia last night
1: Everyone brought a casserole To the community center And uh I mean Chad was there Yeah uh, you know, I mean, Chad. He did. No one wanted the.
0: I thought his tater tot casserole was pretty good.
1: You were feeling generous last night.
0: I was. I like a good tater tot and mushroom soup combination. What? Sure, in casserole form, not like floating in a soup.
1: Is that a real thing?
0: Yeah, probably. People will make anything with you know, it, with onion soup.
1: Well, it sounds like if you're.
0: Oh, God damn it. I just set up another blue apron ad. <sighs> I didn't. I didn't say it. No, you didn't. I just I, I didn't just walk through that one. I literally like opened the door and was like after you, madam.
1: No, I, I, I what I feel is that. Like last night, this was a real turning point where you realized it was time to start advertising for Blue Apron. And you just did it. You just did it, Dan. I didn't even take part in that. I wasn't even there, Dan. I still haven't said the word in this instance.
0: I have a major sleep deficiency morning, so you are gonna have to Doesn't matter.
1: It's a new era, Dan. It's a new era, and I celebrate your acceptance of Blue Apron as our sponsor. But you know who the real sponsor is here? You, listener. It's true. Because of Says Who's Patreon, this is straight up, talk about some community spirit. Like, this this little project, this little community project is, is brought to you by you and some amazing... uh People that have given to us and are having a great community online. Like, we are incredibly appreciative. And if you want to contribute or just take part or whatever, it's slash says who. We have some benefits. And also, we're in the middle of because this was the first time, the first billing cycle. So the merch is underway. Uh, is. Every, you're going to start to see the rollout of all, all of the stuff. Um, thank you so much. And I am pleased as punch to bring to you one of the benefits you can get uh is advertising and uh, i am pleased to present our first actual says ad by if you give uh as a main street mogul um i would like to read to you our first patreon ad
0: you've been waiting uh, you've been you've been you've been training for this moment your whole life mine. look
1: I told I as I wrote to people I hope I hope you don't I hope you're comfortable with being incredibly successful. Says who tonight today is brought to you by Greater Boston. A serial audio drama sl- set in a slightly fantastical version of Boston where the red line of the subway has seceded from Boston oversight and incorporated as an independent city. It's a story about community Individual purpose and making life better for everyone in difficult times. Greater Boston is created by Alexander Danner and Jeff Von Driesen. Sorry, I said Von. I just wanted to say Von like he was the Baron Von Driesen. And Greater Boston is created by Sir Alexander Danner and Jeff Von Driesen. Now, yes, that's your names now. Leon Stamatis, which I think I just pronounced right Stamatis. Stamatis. Stigmana. Stamana is a man who could bear no uncertainty, no surprise, so when faced with the inevitable thrills of a Wonderland roller coaster, he does the only logical thing. He mutters nope, and he preemptively expires. In doing so, he changes the course of lives through all throughout the city. The show features the longest argument about the proper pluralization of hippopotamus ever recorded between two kidnappers, their victim, and a ghost. There are Sasquatch hunters, molasses bombs, pneumatic tube, wedding disaster, cheese robots, daring rescues, unexplained guinea pigs, and that one guy at the office who insists you call him extinction event. Everyone thinks it's a comedy, but it's not. Maybe it is. It's complicated. Greater Boston. You can find it anywhere. You get some podcasts uh, and at com slash about. It's free, of course. And season three is ongoing now. And um, obviously all of us here in the community center at SESU have been listening to Greater Boston, or we're going to start now. Uh, we're going to pipe it throughout the city. It will be uh, mandatory. So... Um, that sounds good. I like that, man. Maureen, sounds, it's it sounds kind of Night Valley, so I mean, I'm I'm into that.
0: I'm into I'm into the fact that you just read an ad.
1: It's good, right?
0: It is great.
1: I I like I like these things. I would like to listen to something like this. And hey, Maureen, how did they end up
0: getting an ad here on Says Who?
1: Well, they went to patreon.com slash Says Who. And uh, if you select Main Street Mogul, you too can join one of the Main Street Moguls because we have our own Main Street and we support our Main Street businesses, which include Greater Boston, the podcast. So that's, that's exciting.
0: It is brought exciting. to you, of course,
1: by Sir Alexandrio Denner and Jeff and Baron Jeff Von Driesen, as I will now call them, even though that is not their names. It
0: is now. And
1: they exclusively they live in a castle together. Um, which is not something a lot of people know. Uh, they created this podcast because they, they live together in a castle, and they exclusively ate Blue Apron. <sighs> I don't know if you can hear my phone ringing in the background. Yeah. I bet you that's my mom. It's blowing up. Do, do, do. Can you, You're blowing can you blowing up right it?
0: now. It's very. It sounds like a little, a little s- fairy tinkle.
1: It is the seaside. Do, 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 do. That's the sound it makes. Can I also mention that Oscar left for LA on Sunday night and I have been here? So I was I did uh my friend Julie came over, but otherwise I've been here.
0: That sounds good. That you, sounds good. You
1: pick you picked a fine time to leave me loose wheel, you know, kind of a yeah. thing. So well, perfect.
0: What could go wrong?
1: The last time that Oscar left for an extended time, well, one of them, uh he went to Germany and I uh had a, a of dvd of a show called borgen which is a a danish mystery show that i could only get on dvd and the dvd player ate my borgen dvd and i ended up taking the dvd player apart with a drill and a claw hammer um because it got lost like the dvd fully got lost inside the dvd player it wasn't just stuck it was like roaming the inside and by the end of the night, the DVD, I'd taken out all the screws, and the top was just completely bent back like a giant. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a monster had Sounds ripped right. the top off the DVD. So I let me just say this, Dan. I still have the door, the Borgin DVD. What
0: did you what did you claw hammer this time, Maureen? Maureen.
1: The patriarchy.
0: Yeah, you did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you did.
1: Our theme music is performed by Ted the Hammer Leo. That's his new. I like it. Or Ted the Claw. What do you think he'd like more? Uh, The Claw? The
0: Hammer. He can really bring the Hammer down, that Ted Leo can.
1: Sure can. Our logo was designed by Darth.
0: Darth, did you see the news?
1: Darth is going into hibernation. Darth is going into
0: hibernation. Have a wonderful sleep.
1: They might listen to... Uh, do you think that maybe as a while sleeping, Darth maybe listens to podcasts?
0: I think so. I think Darth, I think Darth pumps that in into the their den. little cave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we love, you, Darth. we
0: love you, Darth sleep. Well, you can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter, or you can email at Hey, that is H E Y at says who com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says who Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. And you can join us next week. That's right. Next week. November. Whatever. No, hold on. Who cares? Hold on, Maureen. Who cares? Oh, I care.
1: Who cares? I care.
0: Because you know what next week is? November 14th. Do you know what November 14th is, Maureen? Your birthday. It's my birthday.
1: Oh, we have to have a birthday party for Dan, everybody. It will be a
0: birthday episode of Says Who. So I
1: hope please join us for the party, everyone. Aww. And remember, subscribe on anywhere that podcasts are. Steal some phones. Subscribe your relatives. They won't even know they've done and it. It's fine. Just...
0: Write a review. Yeah. It is extremely yeah. helpful. Yeah. And on that note, rapidly going to sleep from my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker.
1: And from the top of the Empire State Building, I'm Maureen Johnson.
0: Whoa, why are you up there?
1: It's my business, Dan.
0: Okay. Be safe.
1: I'm at the very top. You know, there's like the top floor, then like the kind of balcony. And then you know how there's like an antenna mm-hmm. on top of... Mm-hmm. I'm the antenna that they were going to hook the uh, the Zeppelins up to. Mm-hmm. It was going to be like the Zeppelin yeah. dock. That's where I am. So
0: you're just King kong in it up there.
1: Uh, I'm even beyond because T- King Kong, I think, was hanging on to the building or was he hanging on to the antenna? I
0: don't know. I'm worried now.
1: I'm way up there, Dan. I just... They don't know I'm here, by the way. So this is...
0: This has been Says Who.
1: Also, I've got all this butter on my hands, which probably is not help. It just
0: seems like you've made a series of bad life choices very rapidly.
1: Dan, I'm just excited from last night. I covered my hands with butter and I climbed the Empire State Building. I
0: think that's not a great idea.
1: Nothing can go wrong now.